This episode is produced with support from DBT Welcome Trust India Alliance. Hello, I'm your host Shubhra Priyadarshini and you are tuned into the Nature India podcast. Welcome to this podcast series, Our Mobile World, where over the last many episodes, we have been talking about how the mobile phone is changing the way researchers and scientists work. These little gadgets have indeed revolutionized communication, connecting people across the globe and providing access to information, to education and healthcare, especially in remote areas. These are some of the things we have navigated through in our past episodes. Mobile phones offer a wide range of functionalities beyond communication, beyond talking to one another, including navigation, photography, entertainment and productivity tools which make our lives a little more convenient and efficient. With so many pluses, there's however One flip side the world is grappling with, electronic waste or e-waste. Constant technological advancements and growing consumer demands for the latest features in mobile phones actually means that mobile technology and mobile devices need rapid upgrades. This means a mountain of e-waste from discarded phones. In this episode, we deal with this question of e-waste We dig into the research and process of how India handles its massive amounts of e-waste. But first, the founder-CEO of Huladek Recycling, Nandan Mall, tells us that India, with its recycling culture, may not be contributing to the literal high mountain of e-waste that you might be visualizing in your mind right now, not from mobile phones at least, he says. Mobile phones essentially are one of the highest refurbished electronics or reused electronics in our country. So mobile phones have a positive impact on e-waste recycling in the sense that they are one of the largest uh, refurbished and reused electronics in India. Really, that is not what common perception might say though. On an average, a smartphone is used by three unique users before it becomes e-waste in our country, so leading to higher refurbishing and reusing rates. However, the sad part is that a lot of mobile phones are not really manufactured in India. Almost 90% plus are imported from outside and uh, even though the material is produced outside India, the disposal responsibility lies with the country because it is eventually being disposed of as e-waste here. And India has regulations in place to make sure that this doesn't continue to be the case. Recently, there was a law passed wherein the imports of some essential IT equipment such as laptops, tablets and mobile phones was restricted in the country, primarily done to solve this issue of sort of dumping of e-waste. Overall, as a device, it has a positive impact, but because of the international laws and the way electronics are not manufactured in India and they are sold here and then they become e-waste here, it does have a detrimental impact. 
And this impact is also huge as the rate at which the phones are discarded is increasing every year. Anvesha Bothakur, a researcher at Rachel Carson Center for Environment and Society in Munich, shares some data she collected in her research around this very problem. There is this forum called Waste Electrical and Electronic Equipment Forum, an international association. It estimated that in the year 2022 alone, 5.3 billion mobile phones were discarded in a single year. So you can see that mobile phone is in fact a major contributor to the electronic waste stream globally. We in India have one of the largest mobile network in the world. The lifespan of mobile phones are getting shorter and shorter. During my study in Bengaluru, actually nobody said that they use their mobile phones for more than four years. When I conducted my study in Delhi, most of the people there said that they uh, buy a new mobile phone every one to three years. Almost 50% of them said that they change their mobile phone very frequently. And I believe that the amount will go on increasing to like substantially in the coming years. So uh, yes, so mobile phone is indeed a very important uh, component of the overall EV stream. Right. And Nandan also gave us some whopping numbers. India is uh, moving about 300 million devices every year in terms of smartphones and tablets into e-waste. So that's quite a big number and uh, this does not consider the feature phones or the keypad phones. Barely 5% of all e-waste generated in our country gets recycled on an average. However, because of its high refurbishability rate, mobile phones have a much higher recycling rate close to 20-30% because they enter the e-waste stream only after it has completely been knocked down or completely cannot be repaired or reused anymore. Okay, so once these unused old waste mobile phones are collected, what happens to them next? Broadly speaking, electronic waste goes through five stages of uh, recycling, collection and storage. It is brought to a warehouse where it is segregated. It is shipped to the recycling unit where the devices are broken down into its raw components, then enter the recycling line and get converted into four different items metals such as ferrous and non-ferrous metals like iron, steel, copper, aluminium, various kinds of plastics such as LD, HD, PET, etc. Glass and the fourth component which is the crucial part is the hazardous element that makes e-waste a nuisance. For example, lead found in an old CRT TV or a CRT monitor or let's say lithium batteries found inside a mobile phone and they need to be recycled properly so as to ensure that it does not cause any harm to the environment as well as to the people who are dealing with it. So then the hazardous substance is removed from the electronic, it is stored separately and it is sent for treatment separately so as to cause no harm to the environment and also to the people who are involved in the process. Anvishi tells us more about an interesting but troublesome aspect of e-waste, its burden on resources in the global south. 
Mobile phones actually also provide a very good example of the minerals or the metals that are present in electrical and electronic equipment. Gold, silver, palladium, copper, most of them are actually extracted from the global south. For instance, copper or for instance, lithium. Chile is one of the world's largest producers of these minerals. Cobalt, which is again a component of our mobile phones, the largest supplier is the Republic of Congo. 80% of world's manganese actually comes from South Africa. India is also a supplier of manganese. And if we can really extract these metals from the heap of mobile phones, then we can actually reduce the burden in the natural ores. We must also remember 7% of the world's gold is currently sitting inside our broken or unwanted electronic devices. For instance, only 2 to 5 grams of gold per tons could be extracted from the natural ores, whereas around 300 grams of gold per tons of mobile phones could be extracted from the urban mines. So if we can really mine the minerals that are present in our mobile phones, we will be able to reduce the environmental burden of our natural ores. Interesting. So how can we better handle this e-waste? So uh, research is primarily on two fronts. First, of course, is how to increase the reusability of electronics. And second also is how to standardize the production of manufacturing so that when we are recycling the electronic, the things are in of similar nature. Let's say if I am dismantling three different mobile phones made by Samsung, LG and Lenovo, all three will have a different battery or different set of screws, different make or type of screen. And therefore, it makes recycling very difficult. So maybe there can be discussion on the line of standardizing productions. Another good step that was taken by manufacturers was that after 2028, all chargers will be shifted to a single slot for mobile phones, which is a Type-C charger. So all manufacturers, major manufacturers of the world have agreed to this. So this will reduce e-waste considerably and will lead to a lot of prevention of manufacturing of unnecessary devices, which can be used otherwise through older, you know, make applications as well. Second, of course, is that how electronics uh, life can be extended secondhand or refurbished as a market is really growing strongly in the country and there's a lot of government support on it as well. So a lot of refurbishing centers are setting up. A lot of secondhand brands are coming up which are selling seconds. Even the big guys like Amazon etc have seconds on their website where they are selling you know used or pre-used or what we call pre-loved electronics. We also spoke to Sandeep Chatterjee, a senior director and scientist in India's Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology about the regulations around e-waste. Here's what we learned. Waste management, including the electronic waste. So this is comes under the Environment and Protection Act, 1984, EP Act. So earlier, uh, before 2011, this was part of hazardous management rule. 1st of March 2023, we have a third version of the rule, mandating the manufacturers or producer of electronic product responsible for its safe disposal and recycling. This mobile phone has replaced different type of device, like you may not require a laptop or iPod or camera 
India is the third largest electronic waste manufacturer. So 3.2 million metric tons is a per year in 2019, and we are growing 18% year on year. So in that 3.2 million metric ton, I should say that around 0.8 million metric tons will be the contributing from the mobile phone. We have created some cost-effective technology around that electronic waste. Uh, here, you may not require end-to-end -end automated uh, equipment for handling the e-waste. So we have started with dismantling safely in a manual way. The smartphone printed circuit board is the most costliest and it is having you know uh, almost 69 elements in the periodic table. So our ministry has started a project which was uh, dismantling the, this product manually. Then the printed circuit board pulverized and then segregation through you know magnetic uh, separator. Okay, so with all this research and development work, has there been a noticeable change in consumer behavior towards uh, e-waste recycling? Absolutely, yeah. I think us as an industry have successfully managed at least to penetrate the tier one cities and explain to them why recycling is important, what are the hazards associated with it, and why they should choose an authorized recycler as compared to a local scrap dealer or a kabadiwala. We do a lot of collection drives, uh, donation drives in residential complexes in schools, in colleges, where a lot of citizens very openly participate and dispose of their electronic waste absolutely free of cost with us so that it does not harm the environment and does not cause uh, you know any trouble to anyone in the future because i think the age group of uh, 14 or 15 to 35 is really really aware and i think the globalization uh, has really helped in this because they do hear about recycling practices in other parts of the world the youth has been the real change maker as far as changing consumer behavior towards habits of recycling is concerned yeah so mobile phones basically live parallel lives as extensions of our hands in these times from a brand new phone bought at an e store that lives its life and ends up as e waste they do deserve a responsible disposal. Even our electronics deserve a proper farewell. So if you are done with them, you know, give it to an authorized recycler because keeping it in a drawer is not really helping anyone. Also, another thing that you need to be aware about before disposing of your mobile phone is that of data destruction. We hear a lot about phishing and we hear a lot about, you know, mobile phone based scams that happen in our country. That is primarily because when you are disposing of your electronic or you are exchanging it, you may not be getting rid of the data properly. So please ensure that your data is completely wiped off. There's a factory set down on your phone to get in touch with, you know, people like us who actually help in data sanitization and data destruction services. Okay, so in summary then, mobile phones undoubtedly add to the e-waste problem but with recycling efforts and proper disposal, their impact on the environment can be minimized as everyone looks for sustainable approaches to technology consumption. We'll be back soon with another episode on Science in India in Hindi and English. In the meantime, make sure to check out our archives and share it with your friends and colleagues. I'm Shubhra Priyadarshini and this is the Nature India Podcast. This episode is produced with support from DBT Wellcome Trust India Alliance.